Greetings, my friends, and welcome to Do the Hard Thing, episode 23. This is Jason Archer, creator, freedom seeker, leader of self, full-time student, and part-time teacher of self-mastery. And today is all about David Goggins' book, Can't Hurt Me. The goal, as always, is to dive deeper into how we humans can more effectively move toward the outcomes we want to create. Now, almost always, this means getting uncomfortable and doing hard things. So turn up the volume, put down the distractions, and let's kick this off. Now, if you've ever started down a path to create something meaningful in your life, and for whatever reason found yourself not moving toward that outcome, like there's a part of you that simply refuses to move, this podcast is for you. Do the Hard Thing is an exploration in human movement. And man, today's subject really fits the bill. Uh, David Goggins is the epitome of doing hard things. I can't tell you how small I felt at times going through this book, and also at the same time how inspired I felt, how many times I cried because I felt like I had come short in parts of my life where I where I'd given a percentage. You know, I hadn't really given everything I had. I'd left something on reserve, left something on the table. And I just cried letting go of that part of myself. You know, there was just a realization that there's so much more that a human being can endure and go through if the mind is set to do so. So I want to start this off with just a quote from David Goggins, and then I'm going to give you guys some of my uh, biggest takeaways from the book. There are many. I'm going to go back and um, uh, re-listen. I I went through this book on audio, and I'll tell you why I went through it on audio in a minute, but I'm going to go back and re-listen to this probably two or three times. There are so many nuggets in this. So Goggins says, It's easy to be great nowadays because everyone else is weak. If you have any mental toughness, if you have any fraction of self-discipline, the ability to not want to do it but still do it, if you can get through doing things that you hate to do, on the other side is greatness. And I think that's the epitome right there. That just sums up the entire book. And uh, so the reason you should get this on audio is because unlike the uh, written form of the book, the person, I think his name is Adam, the person reading the book and David are actually doing a podcast kind of a thing between chapters. So as they go through chapters and they come up on key points, they'll stop the book and they start talking to one another about the concepts that they're going through, about the experiences that David's talking about in his life and how they impacted him. And you can get more color from this conversation than you'll ever be able to pull from the text in the book. So I highly recommend that you pick it up, you know, on Audible um, if you have that service. If not, you definitely want to find a way to get to it. It's definitely worth it. Probably worth having both copies. And uh, I know I'm sort of gushing over this thing, but this is the first book probably in, I don't know, at least two years that had like a major, you know, Rocky Balboa kind of effect on me. So with that said, I'm going to jump into like the first key point that I pulled away from this book. So circumstances, circumstances do not define you. Okay. So Goggins talks about his life. He talks about how his father beat the shit out of him and his mother and his brother. He talks about how they were keeping up appearances, living on paradise lane during the day and working at the skating rink, his father's skating rink at night. And, you know, they had plenty of money. His father was making plenty of money. The issue was he kept it all to himself and the family was basically like, you know, like slave labor in a large, you know, in a large degree. And he talks about how, you know, 
these, this dynamic sort of played out, this power dynamic played out. Everyone was terrified of dad until the point where it had gotten so bad that, you know, he was beating them. Uh, you know, he's beating the boys and beating his wife, uh, you know, with the buckle end of a belt kind of a thing, like emergency room type shit that, um, you know, would keep them home from school. Um, you know, force them to wear long sleeves and cover up welts and bruises, um, you know, for days on end. So it was not a pretty thing. And, you know, his mom didn't have any recourse at the time. This was back in the day, the good old boy days when, you know, if the police were called, there, there really wasn't anything to be done. It was just one word against another word. And usually, you know, the woman lost out. So he talks about the frustrations and the situations around this and how at some point he finally just learns to use his hate for his father as fuel to dish, you know, to sort of take what his father is dishing out. And the key point here is that we all start from zero. Okay. No, no matter where we're at, if there's something that you want to create, we're all starting from this place of zero. Now, relatively speaking, your zero might be different from my zero. David Goggins zero is different from my zero. The beatings I got as a kid were not with the buckle end of the belt, but just with the regular belt kind of a thing, you know, and at the end of the day, it's, it doesn't serve us to make excuses based on where we're starting from. So if you're looking at your buddy and your buddy's got all the monetary resources in the world, maybe that person doesn't have the emotional resources or the psychological tools that they need. Maybe you're learning that over here in the gutter, but at the end of the day, we all have advantages and disadvantages. So in one sense of the word, we're all starting from zero. We all have to take our experiences and use those things to create a positive you know, effect on our life because sitting around crying about it doesn't make any difference in the world. And one of the, the, uh, one of the other things that he really drives home is this idea that, you know, you can't lie to yourself. You know, at the end of the day, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you really look at yourself and you take stock of your life, you know, who's looking back at you? Is this someone that you're proud to see looking back at you? Is this the same person that existed yesterday and the day before? This person that's not growing, this person that's living in a constant state of mediocrity, a constant state of just getting by, of just being average, of just passively accepting the shitty circumstances that are thrown his way and not doing anything about it, not becoming proactive on any level. And I like the way that he broke this down because at the very end of the book, um, Adam asked him, he said, you know, I think there's one more story that you wanted to tell. And so, you know, David goes into the story about how he used to be Catholic. He was like, yeah, I used to be Catholic. I, you know, I'm not Catholic anymore. Um, but this is, but I do believe in God. And here's the thing, you know, here's one thing that, that I use to look at how I should live my life. And he says, you know, when I visualize, I visualize God sitting, you know, at the gates of heaven, uh, sitting in a chair, and then there's a long line of people coming to sit in the chair beside him, and God's got this chart, and he's sizing these people up against the chart, right? And as person A, B, and C go through there, he rips the chart off, and they go on their way. And so when it comes his turn to sit with God, he wants to be able to look at the chart that God had laid out for him, knowing what his life at, at level 100 should look like, and say, I did that and more. I did that and more. You know, and this is a man who 
went from being a bug man, you know, the, the, the bug guy who sprays for pests in your house to Navy SEAL, Army Ranger, ultra marathoner, right? If he had sat down beside God and said, well, you know, all I did was, you know, I was a bug man, which there's nothing wrong with that. But that's not the peak of his potential is the point, right? There's nothing wrong with working a job anywhere. The question is, is the job that you're doing the peak of your potential? You know, are you putting out to the best of your ability? And so having that conversation right there, he visualizes being able to look at God's chart and say, yeah, I did that and more. I surpassed God's expectations for me, <laughs> which I thought was really kind of cool. It's such a great way to look at it. You know, when you think about uh, the end of your life, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can have perspective around that. But an, another big takeaway from the book is this idea of what do you do when the pain comes? You know, how bad do you want the thing that you claim to want? You know, I can relate to this greatly, you know, in building out, um, you know, this, uh, this company called Hardwater, Hardwater One, this idea to crush mediocrity, create mastery, and to create total wellness. This idea around this company has been evolving for many years, and it's been evolving around my evolution. It's been evolving around my ability to tell stories, my ability to influence people, my ability to change myself and to become the person who can lead other people, right? When I put out a piece of content and it gets no play, that doesn't feel good, you know? When I put out a piece of content and it gets great play, that feels great, you know? But there's always that space in the middle where you wonder, you know, is anyone going to be impacted by anything that I'm doing today? You know, so I had to reconcile myself with the fact that, you know what, that's not why I'm doing this. I'm not doing this to be recognized, right? I'm not doing this to please other people. The question I had to answer and the question that took me years to come to is, what would I do if every day of my life I never got paid for doing this thing? And for me, the answer to that question is very simple. It comes down to working with people and talking to people about creating greatness in their lives and how I can create greatness in my life and how I can have a greater reach and farther impact in my circle, right? It's not selfish, but it's, it's selfless. It's, in, it's outward focused, not inward focused, right? And when the pain comes, so many of us are so outward focused, like we're so worried about what other people think what other people are going to say, what other people are going to do, you know, what their response is going to be. You know, if I don't get 50 likes on this post, then, you know, I'm going to shut down my Instagram account, you know, that sort of thing. And none of that matters. That's the wrong reason to do what you're doing, right? So what do you do when the pain comes? You know, can you tap into the power of your mentality and stay focused on the task at hand, realizing that it's going to take years to get where you want to go? Or maybe you're suffering through a race or buds training, like in Dave's case, where he's going through buds training on broken legs. You know, he's got stress fractures all through his legs and having to tape himself up just to be able to, to survive and run, right? What do you do when the pain comes, you know? And so when that happens, when that happens, whether you're physically broken, whether you're mentally broken, that matters, right? It matters. It matters that you have the ability to push through. And if you don't have the ability to push through, nothing you want to create is ever going to be a reality. It just won't. 
And the problem is that we all want to start the process of creating the thing that we want to create with confidence. But the flip side of that is the reality is confidence only comes after you've completed the task. You can't go into the unknown with confidence that you're going to kill it. That's arrogance. You can't go into the unknown with confidence that you're going to come through unscathed. Because you don't know. You'll never know that until you get to the other side. That's why confidence is at the end. And, and, and what's at the beginning versus what's at the end, all that stuff in the middle is the unknown, that fearful thing that crops up. It hits us right in the face, and sometimes we let it stop us. So what do we do when that pain comes? Pain can be anything. It can be physical suffering. It can be mental suffering. It can be something as being annoyed regularly on a daily basis by your little brother or little sister. Pain can take any form. And so in Goggins' books, one of the big, uh, in Goggins' book, one of the big takeaways is when you feel like quitting, you're about 40% of the way there. 40% rule, he calls it. So I've been thinking about this, you know, when times are tough for me, when I'm doing a tough workout or I'm doing, you know, a video and I feel like I'm stumbling or I feel like I'm stammering all over my words and I'm not communicating correctly. I just push through, right? I got to find a way to keep going and do another rep and another rep and another rep because that's how you get good at doing what you want to do. You have to keep practicing that thing. You have to keep going. The only option absent that is quitting and failing. And that's not an option for me and what I want to create for my life. So the question I have to ask is who do I want to become? And can I take the suffering that it's going to require for me to become that thing? What is on the other side of suffering? That's what I'm curious about, right? What is on the other side of putting out content piece after content piece after content piece and have it be ignored and ignored and ignored, right? What's on the other side of doing that same workout over and over and over again and not hitting that maximum effort that you wanted to hit or doing that max effort run or whatever the case may be? What's on the other side is who you become in the process of doing that thing. Attaining the goal is the fleeting part. Being on the road, being on the journey toward attaining that thing is where the life is. That's where the meat is. That's where the color is. And that's where you find out what you're made of and if you're going to be stopped by circumstance. So I'm not going to go super deep into this book because I want you guys to read it and I don't want to give away everything. I'm probably going to come back and go through a couple more things, but I don't want to go any deeper than that. So what I'm going to do is just go ahead and break into the last little bit. So today's hard truth is simply this, is to remember that life is suffering. The Buddha said, all I teach is suffering and the end of suffering. And again, suffering takes many forms. It's not just physical pain. It can be mental it can be instability. You know, it can be any little thing that takes you off your game. So how do you deal with that? How do you end that suffering? So the question today is this, where in your life do you lack a commitment and will to save yourself, to be your own fucking hero, to remember that no one is coming to save you and no one can do the work for you? Take a look at your work, your fitness, your relationships. Where do you see an opportunity to be more gritty? And once you have that answer, it's time to honor the work necessary to practice the change you need to make. Apply the concept. Go a little harder and a little further in anything today. Right, so for me, what I've been doing 
I'll share a quick example is when I'm doing my workouts, you know, if I'm doing 40 burpees, if that's what the workout calls for, I do 41 or I do 44. I do something in addition to, right? If I'm creating content and I have a target of creating two pieces that day, I'm creating a third. Right now it's 11.58. It's midnight on Wednesday night and this content is going out tomorrow. I've already created, I think, three or four different pieces of content today over my limit and this is no exception. So I'm doing this when I should be, or I feel like I should be sleeping, but I'm so excited to continue the process, I'm gonna push a little harder and make sure that this gets out tonight for you guys to consume tomorrow. So these are just simple ways that you can apply the concept of pushing through and finding out a little bit more about yourself, right? So the whole idea is to make the hard things just a little bit harder. And this hardens your mind or your body against the disease of average. So if this is resonating with you, be sure to comment on an area in your day where you did this. I want to hear about it either on Instagram, Facebook, Whatever podcatcher you're listening to, I'll get the message. Let me know. I'm just curious. And with that said, guys, I want to thank you for listening and let you know if you find this message valuable, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, or Stitcher. Share this up with those you know you want to invest in on social, and I will see you back here in the next episode. So until then, this is Jason signing off. Now go and do the hard thing.